Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody with French Canadian News. We'll start with a new blog post from David Vermette titled An Attempt at a French Canadian Colony in South Carolina. In this post, Vermette takes us through the time in American history when word got out that some French Canadians from New England were planning on invading the South. But why would they pick up their lives from New England and move south? And did this really end up happening? Read the article to find out. Next up, we have a new post on the Ma Famille Canadien Francais blog titled The Flying Canoe is a 19th Century French Canadian Acid Trip, and we love it. If you're an American, you've most likely never heard of the insane folktale from Quebec about the flying canoe. In short, it's got drunk lumberjacks, the devil, and a flying canoe that might just take them back to their wives. You've got to check out this crazy story. The blog also has a great post titled, Grand Mère. This post is brought to us by our friend in Quebec, Luc Treponnier, on one of his Les Aventures de Québécois, The Adventures of a Quebecer. In this post, Treponnier takes us around the town of Grand Mère and points out some great sites he checked out. This article is also written in French and includes photos of this fun adventure, so be sure to check it out. Our last article is from the Montreal blog titled, The Moderna Vaccine Has Arrived in Quebec and Officials Plan to Accelerate Vaccinations. Health Minister Christian Duby announced that the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine arrived in Quebec. In fact, around 25,000 people in Quebec have been vaccinated at this time. To find out how the vaccine is being administered in Quebec, check out the article. Moving on to podcasts, Sandra Goodwin is back with a new episode of Maple Stars and Stripes. This episode is titled, Lesser Used French-Canadian Resources at Ancestry.com, Part 1. If you've gotten stuck in your French-Canadian ancestry research, this is the podcast to check out. In this episode, Goodwin goes over military, land and residency, and migration records. There are many different ways to locate your ancestors, so allow Goodwin to help you get unstuck in discovering your family's history. And to close, I've got one special event for you. On January 10th from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., check out Virtual Valley Talks with the Museum of Work and Culture. Valley Talks is a series of bi-weekly historical lectures that will kick off with this first event about King Philip's War, hosted by National Park Ranger John McNiff. The link to register for this event will be provided on the event page, where you can also learn a little bit more about King Philip's War before diving into this virtual tour. We at the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast would like to take a moment to thank all of the support we have received through donations to the podcast and everyone who joined our Patreon this past year. We will continue to create more great content for you all in 2021. That's all I've got for you this time. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Melody. Next week's guest is R. Jean Metu. He's a fiction writer based in California, so he'll be our first guest from the West Coast. He caught our attention with his short story, Glass House. So we'll ask him about his adventurous life and other stories that he's written. We hope you'll tune in next week. Um, now we got to get a couple of bonus questions. Sure. That's what we always do. As I mentioned, I was, uh, I was on the tall ship Lady Washington, right. and uh, the lady goes with her sister ship, the Hawaiian Chieftain, goes up and down the West Coast. Um, and... Uh, How'd you end uh, up see, there, by the way? I lived in a small drinking town with a fishing problem. So you just casually I, end up on a tall ship? 
Well, when I was 10 years old, I took the tour same as anybody else. Um, but the captain took a shine to me, and I've always had a soft spot for nautical That's awesome. uh, culture and tall ship culture. So uh, when I was old enough, I asked about coming on, but, you know, things didn't work out. I went to China instead. But during my three years back in America, I went and spent several months on the Lady Washington trying to figure out what I was doing with my life. And uh, she's a reconstructed uh, merchant vessel from 1800, first American vessel to go around Cape Horn. Wow. Um, traveled back and forth from China. And the, and the modern version, she uh, goes up and down the West Coast from B.C. to Baja, teaching second graders about, you know, nautical lore and history. Um, and on the weekends, uh, we charge their parents through the nose to come <laughs> and either go on the, and either come sail with us or come on battle sails with us where we shoot the cannons at each other. Wow. Oh, that's fancy. Battle it's sales. a great program. And if you need a place to park your charity dollars, please, please give them to Gray's Harbor Port Authority. Keep the lady afloat. That's awesome. No, I mean, I, mean, I think tall ships are way cool. We have a... Yeah. We have a tall ship festival kind of uh, every summer here, or summer, fall, whatever, in, uh, in in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And I always go check that out. So that's way cool. Yeah, the, the, the Portsmouth one is legendary. I've heard many tales of it. I've always wanted to go one of these days. Yeah, I recommend it. We can hang out. Portsmouth's an yeah. awesome town. Way fun. Now, what about hanging some beef? So when I got back, when I, when I finished my degree in sociology and came back to America in 2014, I needed a job. Yeah, um, sure. And I got hired by a uh, I got hired by a local combination slaughterhouse and butchery, um, which are normally not combined in California. Okay. Um, they're normally two entirely separate places. My manager actually told me this: we hired you because you know how to slaughter a chicken, and you can type 120 words per minute. And I was like. Two very so important not skills. A skill set you usually, so not a skill set you usually get in combination, huh? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but we slaughtered a little bit of everything. I was on the night shift there. There would be mysterious gentlemen with obvious aliases showing up with large somethings. Definitely not human. We're glad about that. Yeah. But large somethings that they needed processed. Um, and they would say, I'm a friend of the manager. And we would ask no more questions. Interesting. I'm really glad I'm not at that job anymore. <laughs> that sounds like a good thing, for sure. All right, well, Jean Mathieu, thank you, man. This has been fun. This has been <laughs> this is hilarious. Thank you, Jesse. Have a good one, sir. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share survive each of us must choose how much to keep alive each of us must choose how much to keep alive special thanks to josie vashon for providing the music you can find more about her at josievashon.com this podcast was produced and edited by mike campbell if you have any questions or comments please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com you can also follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at FCL Podcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.